All right, what is happening, everybody? I hope some people uh, have calmed down a little bit since uh, everybody's games have concluded and they lost and or won and they're looking at some people and thinking, why did I draft this person? Why didn't he do anything? Relax, it's week one. A bunch of teams are you know, still trying to figure out like who they are and what they're going to do. So relax a little bit. Uh, just want to let y'all know the first four matchups that I am talking about uh, in this show is a little pre-recorded. I'm doing it uh, Tuesday night, uh, so it's before the waivers, but I don't think the waivers are going to uh, make a huge difference or change anyone's lineups here, except for CJ's really got a, he needs a, a quarterback. So... And also, I'm trying to make sure I get all this recorded and posted before I leave to go to uh, Tennessee. So, uh, I know some of y'all said you want my opinions about some of the games. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to do that this week. Uh, I will try to do that, plan ahead better uh, for next week. And when I'm not on vacation, I can sit down and look at some games, look at some matchups uh, more in depth and give you some uh, predictions on some upsets that might win you some money. I know last week I gave you all uh, in the text message uh, to pick the Rams over the Bills, gave you all some statistics, and uh, I didn't I didn't help you all out. Uh, I picked the Rams to win, and the Rams did not win. Uh, I mean, the Pat McAfee show also said that they put money on the Rams to win as well. They all lost, so I, I wasn't the only one thinking that way. So let's let's go ahead and kick off with the uh, Thursday night game here uh, for my FanDuel lineup. And remember, it's a one, two, three, four flex and an MVP slot. And last week I didn't. I almost got into the money. I didn't get into the money. That's because some people picked uh, the two defenses. Like I said in the last episode, two defenses and uh, Josh Allen as their MVP. So. I didn't have the defenses. Both of them put up pretty good numbers, and so did uh, Josh Allen, especially when you get the one-and-a-half times points. So in this week's lineup, I went I went heavy. Uh, my MVP is Patrick Mahomes going for 17,000 of your 16,000 uh, points that you can use. So I went big in Patrick Mahomes, hoping he has a big game. This coming up week uh, against the Chargers. The main reason I picked him is because I think both teams, it's going to be a shootout. Uh, I don't know what the over-under is, but I think the over will probably hit. So I went with Patrick Mahomes there. My first flex, I uh, went Justin Herbert. Got both the quarterbacks. I think they're both going to have just huge days. Uh, even though I could really flip-flop this I, I might flip-flop Herbert over Mahomes just because I just feel like uh, Kansas City's defense isn't as good as the Chargers defense so uh, Herbert really might end up scoring more than Patrick Mahomes I just put Patrick Mahomes there for now just because of his last performance so I had to go cheap here with my next two picks mainly because I didn't have that much money because I went big in two quarterbacks. They're the most expensive players out there. Uh, I went Josh Palmer. He's a wide receiver for the Chargers. Keen Allen's out. Mike Williams didn't do much last week, and I really think that Mike Williams will have to step up now that Keenan Allen's going to be missing this week, and I think he's missing uh, two, three more weeks. Uh, so hopefully he does step up in, but just in case, I got a... Uh, Another wide receiver over there that could potentially get involved a little bit more. Especially in this shootout. Uh, my third flex option, I went with Sky Moore. Just because of what Patrick Mahomes did last week. There really wasn't a set number one receiver outside of Travis Kelsey and uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So, baby, Sky Moore gets that one touchdown reception and he has three catches for 
it doesn't matter like 25 30 yards if that just i think he is going to be one of the receivers that does score uh and then by that time i had a lot of money left over so i went with travis kelsey i mean why not uh we scored what 25 some points in our league last week so i went that's my lineup i put that in a couple of the uh games i'll let you know what they are uh the 50 player league it's one dollar uh prize is like 45 bucks not that big uh and then i put uh a couple lineups in four entries for the 40k thursday night hell mary and then the 20,000 thursday night uh pooch punt i think i put like 70 lineups in that one it's because it was like five cents so let's see if i can turn a couple bucks into who hopefully it'd be nice if i could get a couple grand out of that i doubt it i don't have that luck i don't get too in depth with the fanduel lineups and all that uh and hopefully this uh, DraftKings, maybe I'll win some money in that against you guys. So, all right, let's get into one of the matchups. Uh, the first one I'm going to talk about, usually I talk about mine, but like I said, I'm pre-recording that. I'm leaving that one for uh, tomorrow morning so CJ can get through a waiver and then put in a quarterback, and then those odds can change a little bit, but it might not change much. I already picked a winner and loser. Uh even I thought about some of the quarterbacks he could have picked up. So I'll get into that tomorrow morning, uh, a little at the end of this podcast. So Watson's massage parlor, which is team owner Tim, going up against Too Many Cooks, which is team owner of JT. Tim is projected 120 points, 0.56, and JT is projected 116.11. Uh, Tim is favored in this one by 54%. Going with the quarterbacks here, uh, Tim has Kyler Murray going up against the Raiders. And the projections, I mean, the stats that I have to back some of these things up are from last week, uh, what they gave up, really, to opposing players. Uh, Hopefully that this website I found will start updating even more into uh, the season. So make these averages a little bit more better a little bit more of an average so Kyler Murray is going up against the Raiders the Raiders last week gave up 23.3 fantasy points to opposing quarterback uh, and then Patrick Mahomes for JT is going up against the Chargers and the Chargers gave up 16.8 fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks like I was saying earlier the Chargers defense is a lot better in Kansas City is why I might ultimately change my MVPs to Justin Herbert over Patrick Mahomes, but still have Patrick Mahomes in there. Uh, so based off those stats and how I'm feeling right now, I don't think the Raiders defense is as good as the Chargers defense. So ultimately, I went with Kyler Murray here. Uh, it was hard to pick Kyler Murray over Patrick Mahomes just because of what he did last week. So going into the wide receivers here, uh, for Tim, he has Allen Robinson going up against Atlanta. Atlanta gave up 43.6 fantasy points to opposing receivers last week. Projected 10.65. Uh, Marquise Brown going up against the Raiders. The Raiders gave up 26.9. Projected 10.05. And then Julio Jones going up against New Orleans. Uh, they gave up 20.1 fantasy points. And he Julio's projected 9.69. Uh, on JT's side, he has Debo Samuel going up against Seattle. Seattle gave up 27.4. Michael Thomas going up against Tampa Bay. They gave up 18. And C.D. Lamb going up against Cincy, which they gave up 17.2. So going into the head-to-head matchups here, uh, Allen Robinson for Tim going up against JT's Debo Samuel. I went with Debo Samuel. I mean, overall in that san francisco game last week it was kind of just weird because of how much rain was down on there everybody was slipping and sliding looked like a blast to play in but for fantasy wise it wasn't that good unless it was just mainly just debo samuel and then uh elijah mitchell getting hurt that doesn't help out uh so yeah debo samuel there next matchup against uh marquise brown going up against michael thomas i gave this one to uh marquise brown 
I just feel like they're going to have better connection, a, a easier defense to go up against. And Michael Thomas, he had a couple catches. He had two scores. But the person I would think about playing over any of New Orleans wide receivers would be uh, Jarvis Landry. And I, I do believe he might be on our waiver, so he might be picked up tomorrow and put into a lineup. Uh, last wide receiver matchup here, you got Julio Jones for Tim going against CeeDee Lamb for JT. I thought this was easy. I uh, went with Julio Jones. Uh, Chris Godwin got re-injured, so he's going to be out, I believe so. And it was still weird watching Tampa Bay. I think the whole game, majority of the game on Monday, no, Sunday night against Tampa Bay and Dallas. There wasn't really a touchdown scored until the fourth quarter. Though, I do think Julio Jones will be the leading receiver over there. Outside of Mike Evans, Mike Evans might get the yards. I think Julio might get the touchdowns. And CeeDee Lamb and all Dallas company, it's a little rough right now. So, recapping that, Debo over Robinson. Brown over Thomas, Jones over CD. So getting into the running backs here, you got Tim's Jonathan Taylor uh, going up against Jacksonville. They gave up 20.8, projected 19.12. And then uh, Javante Williams going up against Houston. They gave up 33.9, projected 14.1. Then you got JT's Dalvin Cook going up against Philly. They gave up 40.5 last week and Chase Edmonds going up against Baltimore and Baltimore gave up 20.6 as well last week so overall each side has one good matchup for their two running backs uh, a little recap here Tim's Jonathan Taylor I have him over Dalvin Cook even though that Dalvin Cook's matchup Looks a little better based off last week's projections. And I also went with Javante Williams over Chase Edmonds. Going into the tight end department here. Uh, Tim's Mark Andrews going up against Miami. They gave up 7.8 last week. And JT's Dalton Schultz going up against Cincy. They gave up 15. But they at least had their starting quarterback. So that it worries me. With those worries, I went with Mark Andrews over Dalton Schultz. Uh, then the flex options here, one's a running back, one's a wide receiver, hard to compare to two different uh, scoring lines. But Tim's Kareem Hunt going up against the Jets, they gave up 35.2 last week. Wow, do they really? Did Baltimore do that much? Uh, he's projected 10.59. Uh, DJ Moore going up against the Jets. They gave up 20.9 fantasy points in total. And DJ Moore was one of the wide receivers who didn't have that big of a day. He had already, I think he got like 8.9 some points, but it was uh, Robbie Anderson getting a uh, majority of the fantasy points, and he's also on the waivers. So I went with Kareem Hunt here as well. Uh, Tim has all the checks but one. So it's kind of hard to not say who's going to win this game. I went with the favorite here with Tim. So next matchup on the board that I'll be talking about, uh, my nut, Zach Ertz, which is team owner of Josh, going up against Spank Bank, which is Peter. Uh, Josh is projected 112.26. Peter's projected 117.05. Josh is the underdog. Peter is favored by 54%. Kicking it off with the quarterbacks here. Uh, Josh has Russell Wilson going against Houston. Should be a good, uh, easy matchup. Houston looked actually pretty great last week against the Colts. Uh, but Houston gave up 16.3 fantasy points. He's rejected 21.72. Uh, Jalen Hurts for Peter is going up against Minnesota. I mean, we already saw those. They gave up. It says 7.3, but I believe Rodgers only had like 3.9 in our league. I think some of these stats aren't 
with our league settings, which is fine. Yeah, Rogers gave up 3.7. It's saying here a 7.3. Probably going to have to look at those uh, settings in that uh, point generator for me. So it's not not good, but Rogers didn't really have his connection with anybody. And Hertz has A.J. Brown and uh, Smith over there, so it's going to be a little better for him. Uh, I gave this one to Jalen Hurts over Wilson. Wilson didn't look too good. I mean, he did. Uh, he passed for over 300, and I I didn't watch the game, so I don't know if he threw a touchdown pass or not, but that offense, it was weird why they didn't go for it on fourth and five. And uh, all the running back fumbles, they didn't put up as many points as I would think that they would in the main revenge game. So I'm going with Jalen Hurts and his running ability and his I, I, I just like his targets more. I mean, A.J. Brown is a tank compared to Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. So let's get into the wide receivers here. Josh has Devontae Adams going against Arizona. They gave up 27.6. Uh, A.J. Brown, shocker, I was just talking about him. Going up against Minnesota, they gave up 19.8. And then Jalen Waddle going up against Baltimore. Baltimore gave up 31.5. On Peter's side, he has Mike Evans going up against New Orleans. They gave up 20.1. Jerry Judy going up against Houston. Uh, they gave up 38.5. And Amon St. Brown going up against Washington. They gave up 31.7. So Peter has some good matchups with Jerry Judy and Amon St. Brown. But overall, I went with all of Josh's receivers, Devontae over Evans, A.J. Brown over Judy. And this one was kind of tough for me. I was about to write, uh, like, the clo too close to call. Uh, I went with Jalen Waddle over Amon St. Brown. Uh, both their matchups, 31.5 that Baltimore gave up and 31.7, which Washington gave up. The main difference is Amon St. Brown is the number one over there, but D.J. Chark... Uh, I I think he might have a better game. And Jalen Waddle, I mean, Tyreek Hill is going to be getting most of the attention, I think, in the Baltimore secondary. And Waddle's just going to be kind of like the Travis Kelsey to his hill. Every time we they played us with uh, Kansas City, it was always everybody's paying attention to Tyreek Hill, making sure we're covering him deep. He slips up. He gets open, but majority of the time, Travis Kelsey's getting those little dink and dunk passes and really tearing us up, and I think that's the role Waddle is going to have. Yep, yeah, Josh's receivers take the clean sweep. Uh, for the running backs here, Josh has Najee Harrison. I believe he is going to be out. I mean, our app says questionable. Uh, what's his name? Warren? Josh might go big into Warren just in case. Uh Najee is out. I do believe he is going to be out. Uh, he can slip him in and might not be that well, but New England's defense gave up 13.7 fantasy points in total last week. And then uh, Josh also has A.J. Dillon going up against the Bears. They gave up 8.1, but like I said, that game was a wash. So that would be a nice matchup there for him. I think A.J. Dillon will do a lot more than what that team gave up last week. And Peter has Christian McCaffrey going up against the Giants. Giants gave up 28.6. DeAndre Swift going up against Washington. They gave up 26.9. Uh, just like Josh had all the receivers, I'm giving all the running backs to Peter. Christian McCaffrey, was, it was weird that he didn't really get idolized last week. Uh, I feel like his game plan will be more involved this week. And DeAndre Swift went off even though uh, Jamal Williams had a decent fantasy game, so I, I'm i going with Swift over Dylan. Now for the tight end matchup here, I was also putting the close tag on this one as well. Uh, Zach Ertz for Josh going up against the Raiders. They gave up 16.8 fantasy points to the tight ends. And then for Peter, Pat Fryermuth going up against New England, they gave up 2.5. So, I mean, they did go up against the Dolphins, and I 
do think I saw that they weren't going to really use uh, Mike Jasicki in the passing game. Frymuth is more involved than Jasicki is, so I do believe he's going to do better than Mike Jasicki. But ultimately, I went with Zach Ertz. I'm going with Ertz and Marquise Brown, really, until uh, Hopkins comes back. So there's that. And for the flex option here, Josh has Adam Thielen in there. Going against Philly, they gave up 32.9. Christian Kirk for Peter going up against Indy. They gave up 19.9 to their wide receivers. So the matchup is on Thielen's side, and that's who I'm sticking with. I'm going with Adam Thielen over Christian Kirk. That matchup I got to do tomorrow. How many guys? Two left. Let me get a drink. All right. So the next matchup here is uh, Super Lamaria, which is team owner of Zach. Change your name. Uh, he's projected 116.57. Going up against Stepborough. I'm stuck, which is team owner of Ty. Projected 111.8. Uh, Zach is favorite here, 54%. Todd is the underdog. So going off with the quarterback matchups here. Zach has Lamar Jackson going up against Miami. Uh, they gave up 9.5 fantasy points uh, to the quarterback last week. And New England's offense is not as good as Baltimore's. We got a completely different quarterback, a better quarterback. Uh, and Todd has Joe Burrow going up against Dallas, which is they gave up 11.4. You got to remember that was against Tom Brady. Tom Brady didn't really have that good of a game. He gave, In our league, he got 10.38 fantasy points. So, ultimately here, going with Lamar Jackson. Uh, Burrow looks shaky. And I do believe T. Higgins, I haven't got a confirm yet if he's going to be out, but it's not looking too good for him. So, it's another weapon that's taken away from Burrow. Going up against a pretty good Dallas defense. So, Lamar Jackson over Burrow. Let's get into the wide receivers here. Zach has Stephon Diggs going up against Tennessee. They gave up 29.2. Cortland Sutton going up against Houston. They gave up 38.5. And Brandon Cooks going up against Denver, which they gave up 14.2. On Todd's side, DK Metcalf is going up against San Francisco. They gave up 23.9. Uh, Darnell Mooney going up against Green Bay. They give up 42.9. And T. Higgins going up against Dallas. They give up 32.5. Uh, first matchup here, Diggs against DK. I gave it to Diggs. I don't think that's a no-brainer there. Hell of a lot better quarterback than Geno Pebble. Uh, but he, he, I can't knock him. He had a pretty good game. Under 200 yards passing, though, but two touchdowns. I mean, he put that up in the first quarter and then didn't score another touchdown. The whole team didn't the rest of the game. And then uh, next matchup here, Cortland Sutton going against Houston compared to Todd's Darnell Mooney going against Green Bay. I went with the numbers here. I'm giving it to Darnell Mooney. I feel like last game didn't really get to showcase much because of terrible conditions. Uh, We saw one sample of Cortland Sutton and uh, Russell Wilson. He really didn't get going. It was really uh, mainly the Jerry Judy show. And last matchup here, Zach's Brandon Cooks going against Todd's T. Higgins, if he's playing. Uh, I went with T. Higgins here. I feel like uh, Diggs is going to be following around Chase. Don't know how well that's going to go. Uh, but I feel like T. Higgins might be left open a little bit more. Uh, and Denver's defense, I think they might want to do a uh, show out a little bit better than what they did. So Cooks might be locked down a little bit more than some people haven't projected. Going with the running backs here, Zach has Alvin Kamara going up against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay gave up 8.6. I mean... Dallas's defense was uh, offensive line was banged up, and they ended up losing their quarterback. Zeke was healthy. I thought Zeke was going to have a better game than what he 
did. I mean, he had a pretty cool helmet on. So, yeah. Uh, Kenyon Drake going up against Miami. Miami gave up 10.5. Not looking good for the matchup, but New England's offense is not looking that good either. Uh, in the Todd side, he has Austin Eckler going against Kansas City. They gave up 21.6. And then Darnell Henderson going against Atlanta, which they gave up 6.9, but I don't think that's going to matter that much. I mean, Rams' offense is a heck of a lot better. In my opinion, than the Saints. Uh, so I want a clean sweep for Todd Austin Eckler over Kamara and Henderson Jr. over Kenyon Drake. Uh, going to the tight ends here, uh, Zach has Kyle Pitts. The Rams gave up one point to uh, the tight ends last week. Dawson Knox, I mean, I don't think he got what any points. It must have been someone else. And for Todd, Travis Kelsey going up against the Chargers. Doesn't matter about the matchup. They gave up 9.9. Travis Kelsey is going to outscore Kyle Pitts. That's just what it is. Uh, for the flex here, Zach is starting a brain fart on the first name, but Wilson, uh, San Francisco running back, Jeff Wilson, uh, going up against Seattle. They gave up 27.4 points to running backs, and then Cordero Patterson for Todd going up against the Rams, and they gave up 10 even. Uh, I went with Jeff Wilson here over Cordero Patterson. Uh, I feel like Atlanta's going to really have to throw the ball more, and hopefully that uh, Cordell Patterson gets more involved. But Drake London was involved a lot, and I think Kyle Pitts will get more involved as well, hopefully. Uh, do think Kyle Pitts will have a decent game, but he's not going to outscore uh, Kelsey. So overall, I gave, mm, I gave the win to Todd. I'm picking the underdog. I don't know if that's the only underdog I've called so far. No, that's the second underdog I called so far. So two underdogs already taken off the board. Nice. Todd, good luck. Zach, I'm so sorry. You're, you might be on two after this week. Not good. Bad vibes. Uh, last matchup I'm going to do uh, for this for, for tonight. Uh, hopefully, get uh, hopefully CJ puts in a quarterback by tomorrow morning. Hopefully, I wake up early enough to do a couple minute recording and then post it and then send it out. But uh, the last one here, you got Flint Tropics uh, going against Eric, or team owner of Eric. And then I Smell Trouble, which is team owner of Struss. Struss is projected 106.3. Eric is projected 124.14. Gosh, I want someone on his team to get hurt. I don't want to go through the whole season and Eric be the lead runner in the playoffs. We'll never hear the end of it. Uh, going into the quarterback matchups here, Eric has Justin Herbert going up against Zach's uh, Tom Brady. Uh, Herbert going up against Kansas City. They gave up 23.1 fantasy points. Tom Brady going up against New Orleans. Uh, they gave up 19.8, but it was Marcus Mariota, but Brady was looking a little bad. Uh, going up against Dallas, but Dallas is a great defense as well. Uh, so I gave this one to Justin Herbert. I'm just projecting that that matchup there, that game, on Thursday will just be a, a shootout. Last person to have the ball will probably end up winning. And, you know, if I had to pick one right now, I'll, I'd pick uh, the Chargers over Kansas City. I don't know who's favored in that matchup. But I'd, I'd pick the Chargers over Kansas City. That would be nice to see. Hopefully uh, the Chargers get into the playoffs this year. I want to see what Herbert will do in the playoffs. I mean, this AFC is kind of loaded. Uh, going into the wide receivers here, shouldn't be that big of a shocker. Uh, Eric has Cooper Cup going against Atlanta. They gave up 43.6. Tyree Kill going against Baltimore. They gave up 31.5. And last but not least, Jamar Chase going up against Dallas, which they gave up 32.5. Uh, Struss has Deontay Johnson going up against New England. They gave up 34.8. Amari Cooper, big poo-poo stain. Uh, going up against the Jets, they gave up 35.2. And then Drake London 
going up against the Rams, and they give up a whopping 52.2. That's because Allen went off. So did Diggs. Gabe Davis had a nice game. So a lot better than the Falcons' offense, I can tell you that. Uh, should be a shocker here. Eric is getting all the wide receiver votes on my side. Cooper Cup over Deontay Johnson. Tyree Kill over Amari Cooper. Jamar Chase over Drake London. I, I don't think really I'd pick anybody that Eric goes up against. Pick their wide receivers. It's going to be tough unless someone gets hurt. Don't want to see it, but I, I don't want Eric to keep winning. Uh, first running back matchups here. Eric has Nick Chubb going against the Jets. He gave up 9.5. Uh, yeah, that seems about right. What stat did I say? I, I can't remember. Josh Jacobs going against Arizona. They gave up 41.1 fantasy points to the running backs. That's because Clyde edwards Lair had a great game, and Pacheco came in in garbage time and also had a decent game. Uh, I think our points, he Clyde might have got a 22, and then Pacheco 12, so 34-some points. Uh, I don't know. I could see Josh Jacobs having a great game here. Going on the other side, Struss has Derrick Henry going against Buffalo. They gave up 9.8. And then Leonard Fournette going against New Orleans, and they gave up 23.3. So I want to uh, split here. Each side got one. Uh, Nick Chubb going against Derrick Henry. I went Derrick Henry here. Last week he didn't have that well of a game, but I think he's dusting off the uh, cobwebs a little bit from being hurt, really getting his feet wet. Uh, yeah, and I'm definitely going over Nick Chubb. I mean, Nick Chubb didn't have a bad game. Kareem Hunt had the game for Cleveland uh, running back group last week. And then I'm picking Josh Jacobs over Leonard Fournette here. Uh, this is a better matchup. I don't think Arizona's defense is really all that good, especially with uh, J.J. Watts still being out. I haven't heard anything yet. We'll see if he's playing this week. Uh, but yeah, I'm going Josh Jacobs over Leonard Fournette. Tight end group here. Eric has Darren Waller going up against Zach's uh, Dallas Goddard. Uh, Waller's going up against Arizona. They gave up 30.2 fantasy points to the tight end last week, and that was Travis Kelsey. Waller can play like Travis Kelsey, and he may be a little forgotten with Devontae Adams over there and my man Hunter Renfro. And... Dallas Goddard's going up against Minnesota. They gave up 9.7. I'm um, going Waller here over Goddard. And then for the flex matchup here, Eric has Melvin Gordon going up against Stress's Antonio Gibson. Gibson's going up against Detroit. They give up 34.7. And Melvin Gordon's going up against Houston. They gave up 33.9. So I went with Antonio Gibson here. Uh, might see Gordon have a good game if uh, they're up by a lot and they're just giving uh, Williams a rest. Overall, I went with Eric here. Uh, I gave Eric the win. So yeah, he's favored by 65%. Stresses too big of an underdog to me really give it to him and that wide receiver group is just filthy so let me double check before I hop off here for the night I got that game this game and that one then on the other side of this sheet I got that one so then I just have to do my game versus CJ's game in the morning so alright All right, let's get into the last matchup of the week. It is Allen's Whips, which is team owner of me, and projected 120.14. Going up against Dak to the Future, which is team owner of CJ's, projected 113.84. CJ's the underdog. I am favored by 55%. All right. 
uh, CJ, looks like from last night to this morning, uh, your uh, lineup has changed a little bit, not outside of the quarterback, of course. Uh, so I'm going to go off of uh, what you got now a little bit. Uh, so going with the quarterback matchups here, Josh Allen going up against Carson Wentz. So it's a nice add there. Carson Wentz for CJ going up against Detroit. They gave up 24.7 last week. And Josh Allen going up against Tennessee. Tennessee gave up 17 points last week. Uh, I think this is a no-brainer here. Uh, there's a reason Josh Allen has been drafted in all leagues as the number one quarterback, and Carson Wentz was on the waiver wire. Uh, not knocking that Carson Wentz didn't have a good game last week. I still think he could have an awesome game this coming up week going against Detroit. I mean, Detroit's game last week, they both scored 30-some points. The over was well hit, and Josh Allen, you know, it's Josh Allen. Uh, so definitely going there with the quarterback matchup there. Uh, first wire or with the wide receivers, I have Justin Jefferson going up against Philly. They gave up 32.9. Gabe Davis going up against Tennessee with the stack there with Allen. Uh, they gave up 29.2. Uh, and Devontae Smith uh, going up against Minnesota, and they gave up 19.8. Uh, I'm really hoping that last week was just some weird time for Devontae. Uh, wasn't happy when he, I mean, he had four targets, but he caught none of them for anything. So he had, he gave me zero points. Uh, I was really hoping that there would be some big name wide receiver out there on the market that I really felt more confident in than Devonte Smith this waiver period, but, uh, didn't see anything I wanted to throw some money at. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna write it out one more one or two more weeks with Devante and see what uh see how he does. Hope hopefully he he finds his way back. Uh, but going back to uh, CJ's wide receivers, he has Mike Williams going up against Kansas City. They uh give up twenty five point nine last week. Terry McLaurin going up against Detroit. They gave up twenty one point seven to the wide receiver. And then Michael Pittman going up against Jacksonville. They gave up 44.5 last week to uh, the Commanders. Like All of their wide receivers pretty much had a good day. You could have played any of the top three and would have been all right. So looking at that, I, I have Justin Jefferson going over Mike Williams here. Uh, I got to think about this a little bit more. I might be rambling. Uh, Gabe Davis or Terry McLaurin. Uh, when I printed out the sheets, it was Gabe Davis over uh, going up against Mike Williams, and I picked Mike Williams. But since it's Terry McLaurin, I'm not feeling as well about Terry McLaurin than I would be uh, Jahan Dotson and maybe a Curtis Samuel. That's because people are looking at the from a defensive point of view. Uh, when you're going up against a team, you always want to try to like knock out their number one wide receiver. And Terry McLaurin is the number one wide receiver, so I feel like they're going to try to cover him a little bit more than anyone else. I'm going to think about that with any wide receiver, unless they're at the level of a Cooper Cup or a Justin Jefferson, a Jamar Chase. Uh, so people not like that. I mean, Michael Pittman, he's going up against Jacksonville. I don't... I, think Detroit's defense uh then they draft like a rookie corner last year the year before uh pretty high so I would think that he'd be a little better I don't know the corners or anybody really on the defense of Jacksonville other than the number one overall pick so I'm I'm actually feeling more comfortable going towards the Gabe Davis route just because of the quarterback. I mean, you also have a stack there, Carson Wentz, uh, Terry McLaurin, and I have Josh Allen with Gabe Davis, but I I feel more confident in that stack than your stack. So I'm going to give a check to Gabe Davis over Terry McLaurin. Uh, then... For the last wide receiver, I mean, it's Devontae Smith going up against Michael Pittman. That's just dumb, but it's whatever. I, of course, I'm giving it to Pittman. All right. 
Now for the running backs here. I have Aaron Jones going up against uh, Chicago. They gave up 8.1. Remember, it was a, a just a terrible wet shit show over there. Uh, I'm not giving up. I'm not going to sit here and use that point metric to decide who's going to win there. Uh, and then James Conner going up against the Raiders. He gave up 22.7. Uh, then for CJ on the other side, he has Joe Mixon going up against Dallas. They gave up 17.8. And then Saquon Barkley, who had an amazing game last week, uh, facing Carolina this week, uh, they gave up 35.8. So off the get-go, I'm giving them, I'm giving them both to uh, – I'm giving them both to CJ, Joe Mixon, especially if uh, T. Higgins is sitting out this week. That's just another way that Joe Mixon can get more targets and looks uh, in the passing game is the second option in the passing game is already taken out. Uh, I think he could uh, flourish with that. And then Saquon Barkley just going beast mode, really. He had what thirty points? Yeah, that was it was pretty good. It, it sucks to have a running back on your team to give up for uh, thirty points and still end up losing. Um, and your team didn't do bad. It was just like two people that didn't do nothing. CJ, uh, but Carolina is not that good of a defense either. I mean, Kareem Hunt had a huge game. So with. Uh, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb had an alright game, but Kareem Hunt had a huge game, and I think Saquon can also have just a tremendous game here. Uh, yeah, so I went with both running backs, and Aaron Jones, uh, really hope he bounces back. He didn't have like a superstar game last week, but it wasn't like a terrible game. But James Conner hit his numbers like right on the dot, so if James Conner can consistently stay hitting his uh, projections... I mean, that's solid for me. Uh, all right, go to tight ends here. I have George Kittle. Hopefully he plays. I'm going to have to keep an eye on that if he does play or not. I'm hoping he does. And uh, CJ, Evan, uh, T. Hawkinson, T. Hawk, uh, going up against Washington. They gave up 4.8 to the tight end, and Seattle gave up 5.8 to the tight end. Uh, so when in doubt, if George Kittle plays, it's going to be George Kittle. And that's what I'm going to be doing this off of. Uh, last week I had to do the switch to Albert O. It was a good thing I drafted him. Uh, I mean, I could have went Gerald Everett. Uh, did that in a DraftKings or FanDuel. I think I did it both in DraftKings and FanDuel. I had Gerald Everett, and he had a good game. And I'm projecting to him to have a huge game. So maybe... I do believe like Gerald Everett's still out there. I might do the switch to uh, drop Albert O and pick up Gerald Everett because I mean, why not? Uh, the quarterback is playing. Just, I know it's just week one, but uh, better than Wilson. So, all right, I'm rambling. Uh, going to the flex matchup here. I got David Montgomery going up against Green Bay, and they gave up 17 even to the running backs. And then CJ has. He switched it. I have to look back up here. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster going up against the Chargers, and the Chargers gave up 31.6 fantasy points to the wide receiver. Uh, I really think I'm going to favor uh, running backs when it comes to the flex position because if you got like someone's number one running back in a flex, that's kind of like guaranteed some points. You know, wide receiver, there's three, four other people that are getting targeted. And, I mean, I like Juju Smith-Schuster, don't get me wrong. Where I had him in uh, my notes when I was doing this, getting ready for this last night, he had, CJ had Juju Smith-Schuster in the last slide of wide receiver, and I still picked, I picked Juju Smith-Schuster over Devontae Smith. Uh, So... I just, I just feel like David Montgomery's going to uh, have a good game. So I'm going with uh, David Montgomery there. Now, I don't – this one's going to be a close one because it's kind of even. It was even with the check marks until the uh, Gabe Davis 
compared to Terry McLaurin. We both had four checks, and it was really even. But pff, trying to pick someone, I'm really I like Michael Pittman Jr. is going to have a great game regardless. Mike Williams should have a big game. I really see that happening because of uh, Keenan Allen being out. Uh, Joe Mixon, he's going to eat. Saquon Barkley is back to the old Saquon Barkley. And for me, George Kittle might not be playing. Hopefully Green Bay can find out what their situation is and Aaron Jones can pick back up. Uh, Devontae Smith, is he going to put up another zero burger for me? Uh, so, yeah, I'm going with the underdog here. I'm going with CJ. I think, I mean, the projections is me 120.14 to CJ 113.84. Yeah. I just, I don't feel good. I don't feel solid about my team yet. I mean, I did win last week. CJ did lose. I projected him to win. He should have won. Uh, if Dak didn't get hurt and Mike Williams didn't put up uh, 2.2 points, which I don't see Carson Witts putting up only four points, Mike Williams only getting one or two catches this week. So, yeah. Uh, so there it is. Just to recap, I picked CJ over me. Josh over Peter, Todd over Zach, Eric over Struss, and Tim over JT. So let's get into starting to be my favorite segment. Think about it. Uh, this is where I go through everybody's lineup, and I have to give out one start, start and sit switch option. Uh, even if it's not very good, I'm going to give one to each team except for mine. Uh, because I could just sit there. I I feel like my roster's fine. The only one time I'm going to do a switch is when someone gets hurt. So let's get into it. JT, think about this one. Yeah, Dalton Schultz is a great tight end, but he just lost his quarterback. I threw out that stat last week that when uh, – their left tackle went out during the offseason. When he's not on the field, the offense goes down tremendously in production. Now that Dak's out, why don't you think about playing Dawson Knox on your bench? Yeah, they're going up against Buffalo. They gave up no points to the tight end last week, which I don't think that's correct because I think Tyler Higby caught a couple balls last week against them, so I don't know where that stat came from. Uh, but he's projected 8.36 fantasy points. It, his quarterback is not Cooper Rush. It is Josh Allen. So I just feel better with the pass catcher from a offense that their quarterback is actually well-known and good. So think about putting Dawson Knox over Dalton Schultz. All right. Uh Tim, think about this one. Allen Robinson going up against Atlanta. Yeah, it's a great matchup, but it's a weird situation over there of why Matthew Stafford didn't target Allen Robinson. You could keep him in, but last time I told you to make this switch, you didn't do it. Uh, why don't we go ahead and put Jahan Dotson in? Uh, give this rookie a little bit more of a shot here. He's going up against Detroit, and if it's like last week against a game against Detroit and it's putting up 30 points on both sides, I think Jahan Dotson might be a little bit more involved just because of his breakout last week. He's projected 7.65, but, I mean, at least he's getting targets and looked at in the offense compared to last week Allen Robinson was not. Uh, so think about that one. On to the next one. Eric, think about this one. Uh, yeah, Melvin Gordon, I told you to put him in last week, and he's going up against Houston. Denver is a better team, in my opinion, overall than uh, the Colts. So I don't think it's going to go to overtime. I don't think it's going to be that close. I'm hoping that Russ bounces back and it just slaughters Houston. Uh, so why don't we just go ahead and – Take out Melvin Gordon. He might not be involved as much unless they really do get in there and 
just slaughter them, and then Melvin Gordon takes over uh, in garbage time. But James Robinson's going up against Indy. He's rejected 9.73 fantasy points. He had a good game last week, and I like him over Travis Etienne. Why don't we give a guy who's going to be used more in the offense, uh, especially the matchup's going to be a little bit better. I feel like he's going to uh, James Robinson's going to catch more passes than what Gordon's going to do against Houston. So just think about James Robinson over Melvin Gordon. Uh, Struss, do you really feel confident in playing Antonio Gibson after Clyde Edwards-Hilaire just had that hell of a game? And Antonio Gibson is going up against Detroit. They're projected to, I mean, they gave up 34.7 fantasy points to uh, running backs last week, but Clyde Edwards Hilaire just had a huge game. And if you listen to the fantasy footballers, they say when a huge uh, target leaves a team, all those missing targets that they were taking up go to the running back. And I mean, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I know he caught a touchdown pass. I couldn't watch every single game, but I knew he caught a touchdown pass, probably caught a couple more passes. And he scored 22 fantasy points in one of my leagues on my bench, and I I just feel a lot better with Clyde Edwards Slayer over Antonio Gibson. So they're going up against the Chargers, and like I said earlier, I feel like that game might be one of the big shootouts of the week. So why don't you think about starting Clyde Edwards Slayer over Antonio Gibson? And think about this. If Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has another big game and you still don't want to play him, use him for trade bait. Get some uh, get some wide receivers there, fella. All right. On to the next one. Uh, Zach, think about this one. I love Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson going up against Seattle. It's a great matchup. He's projected 11.12 points. But it's... It's Kyle Shanahan. Do we really feel 100% that he is going to be playing Jeff Wilson as the number one running back? I mean, they did a healthy scratch of that uh, rookie running back that they brought in, they drafted this year. And I mean, the only reason he wasn't playing is because Eliza Mitchell and Jeff Wilson were the one and two running back for the game. And then... The fourth string running back, the only reason he dressed is because he was involved in special teams and they didn't have that rookie third rounder in special teams, so they weren't going to dress four running backs. I don't know. Who knows if Jeff Jeff Wilson could 100% get all the, all the work or Jeff Wilson might once again be the number two running back with this rookie running back coming in and taking over. I mean, if you want to take the shot, go for it, fella. Uh, But why not just go with something that you know and have Damian Pierce in for your flex because he is, you know, he's the number one starting running back and it only really takes uh, 30-some yards and 30 to 50-some rushing yards and one rushing score to really make a – solid flex play for a running back. So why don't you think about playing Damian Pierce over Jeff Wilson? All right, Todd. This isn't really a think about it. It's more of like if this person is hurt and not playing, play this one. Uh, So think about if T. Higgins is out, not playing against uh, Dallas this week, he's sitting. Why don't you go ahead and play Traylon Burks? Uh, he had a good target share in week one. They're going up against uh, Tennessee is going up against Buffalo. They gave up 33.3 fantasy points to wide receivers. I mean, majority of those points were coming from Cooper Cup. Uh, but really, Burks is the number one target in the passing game over there. I mean, it wasn't Robert Woods. Kind of disappointed that now I have to find some type of bench for my team because I had him and uh, Devontae Parker, they both put up nothing really. So Burks playing against Buffalo might have a pretty good game if they are number one target and they are down. Uh, he's projected 7.53, but I do see him potentially having a huge game. All right, 
on to the next one, which is the last one. Nope, got, yes. Two more. Uh, Josh, think about this one. Adam Thielen's going up against Philly. Philly gave up 32.9 fantasy points to the wide receivers. Uh, Adam Thielen, I told you to play him last week, and he only had, like, what, five? Five fantasy points, if that. So maybe you think about this. If you don't if you're not too confident in Adam Thielen going into Philly, why not play DJ Chark? Uh they are going up against what did I say, Washington? Yeah. They are going up against the Commanders. That I mean Christian Kirk had a great decent game. Uh Amon St. Brown's gonna really be double teamed a lot. And I see DJ Chark having that one or two big boom play for a touchdown. And that, to me, might be the reason why I take a chance on playing Adam Thielen. No, DJ Chark over Adam Thielen. So think about that. It's not too flashy and big, but it is something. Like I said, I'm giving one guaranteed for everybody just to think about. All right, Peter, Christian Kirk, that is a nice play right there. I like Christian Kirk. Really, you could keep him in and put him starting at one of the wide receiver slots up there and bring Judy or Amon down. Uh, I feel more confident in him than Jerry Judy and Amon St. Brown. If I had to do an order, I would rather have Jerry Judy down here in the flex spot because I would probably think about putting Rashad Penny in your lineup somewhere, not at the running back because you have Christian McCaffrey and DeAndre Swift. Uh, Those guys are solid right there. But I like Rashad Penny going against San Fran this week. Yeah, they gave up 17.3 fantasy points last week to the running back uh, water bowl. and he's projected 9.83 fantasy points. I feel more confident if you had Penny in over Jerry Judy if he was in your flex because I feel like Jerry Judy, he got that one or two big boom play last week. I really think Cortland Sutton is going to be targeted a lot more this week. Maybe the running backs get more involved. I didn't see Judy having a better game than Cortland Sutton. I don't know why I'm hating on Jerry Judy so so much. He's a great wide receiver. I drafted him last year, and then he ended up getting hurt. So I, But I'm a huge Penny fan this year. So go ahead and think about putting Penny in your flex spot, and whoever you put there is up to you. I'd maybe take I'd, – I'd leave Christian Kurt in, maybe take out uh, Jerry Judy or maybe Amon St. Brown. Keep Evans in. Evans is a uh, – Solid play regardless. Uh, Last one on the day. CJ, you switched it around a little bit. Think about going back to the lineup you had before. Uh, So, yeah, Carson Carson Wentz at quarterback. Pittman was your first wide receiver. Mike Williams was your second. Juju Smith-Schuster was your third. That was fine. Uh, Joe Mixon, Saquon Barkley, T-Hawk. And then your flex was Terry McLaurin. Why don't you go back to that lineup, but then take Terry McLaurin out and think about putting in Miles Sanders. Uh, Yeah, his track record isn't the best, but he's projected uh, 11.05 fantasy points. Like I said, I'm going to favor the running backs here in uh, the flex position over wide receiver because I feel like it is guaranteed points. They're going up against Minnesota, and they gave up 26.7 fantasy points to running backs uh, last week. And the Eagles showed us last week that, yeah, they have a passing game, but they're going to win the game by running the ball. Yeah, their passing attempts would bring them down to the like one yard line, but then they're just handing it off to their running backs. So why not think about putting Miles Sanders into your flex and taking out Terry McLaurin? So, all right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode here. Thank you all for sticking with me. Think about your stuff. 
that I gave you as a start sit option. I'm going to keep track of this. I mean, this week, uh, it seems like an underdog week. I picked one underdog. I picked two underdogs. And, yeah, I thought I picked more. Yeah, I picked two underdogs. I picked Todd over Zach, which is 46% underdog. And then I picked CJ over me, which is uh, a 45% underdog. I believe it was. Oh, no. Then I picked Josh over Peter, which is a 46% underdog. So three underdog picks this week. We're going we're gonna to see how that rolls. So, all right, guys. Have a great fantasy football weekend. Hope everybody's team stays safe. And catch you all later. Yeah.